0: Welcome to Spoof Squad, your one-stop shop for all things paranormal. I'm Colin. And I'm John. There you go, he introduced himself this time, no introduction needed. We're all known, we're all happy he's here. Speak and for yourself. John, we're now on the seventh day, leading up to Christmas.
1: But Have Colin. you got your gifts ready?
0: Has Santa got it all in?
1: Yes, she has. Oh, Jesus. My wallet is empty, but she did all the Christmas shopping. That's what I like, right? Is
0: when someone else does the Christmas
1: shopping for you. Well, here's the thing. Having anxiety, going into big shopping centres is not a good mix. and My partner knows this for me, Mm. so she goes off and does it all. She
0: does it for you. Walking in a shop, to me, is like walking into hell and being told I'm going to be punched all over for the rest of my life. In fact, I'd much rather that.
1: And the worst part of it is your wallet's empty when you leave. Yeah, exactly. I'm
0: a man. I like
1: getting in, getting what
0: I want, and then leaving. That's it. Spending as much as I need to, done. But as much as I love talking about buying Christmas gifts and... The joys of being a bloke. we to got a terrible story. Ooh. Hopefully better than last week. Today. Sorry, last week's. We're not done with the ones well, Yesterday's. Yes, it is. And this one's an alleged phantom plague a Brooklyn home during Christmas time. So here we go. A few weeks before Christmas in 1878, Edward F. Smith was at his home in Brooklyn, New York, when the doorbell rang. He answered the door, but there was no one there. This soon became a nightly occurrence. The doorbell would ring, only for Smith to find no one outside and no signs of anyone that had been there at all. Grown frustrated, Smith sprinkled ash and flour along the path of the door, expecting to find footprints left behind, but the substances were undisturbed, and the noises continued. No matter where he and his family stood around the house, the noises remained unidentifiable. Smith and his family were grown more concerned as the doorbell rang, ringing turned to aggressive banging on the doors. Eventually they contacted the police. The ringing and banging continued and still no one was able to identify its source. One night a brick suddenly threw through the window from outside, even though the police officers were standing nearby and saw no one. Although they investigated the home for some time, police were un- unable to identify the causes of the disturbance. Smith and those who witnessed the strange occurrences ultimately concluded they must be paranormal in nature. Paranormal in nature? Yes, which means they couldn't <coughs> find out what it was, so they blamed the spirits.
1: But them spirits they get a bad bag, like, don't they? They do. Everything,
0: everything that comes with bangs and chucks and scratches always gets blamed on the spirit. Now, if this, yeah, exactly. Bang, Did bang, hear that spirit? Yeah, I think it's sitting right next to his dick.
1: Could do with a spirit. <laughs> but
0: they're a different type. Oh, my bad. I'll have an eggnog for the next episode. Maybe. Um, <laughs> bit of vodka in it. Vodka goes in eggnog, doesn't it? Either vodka or I believe it's rum. Well, we've got a lot of American listeners. I know they love eggnog. So if you just let us one know and I'll make a nice eggnog for one of our episodes.
1: Or even send with a recipe of how you would make it. Yeah, and then we'll, we'll, then try, we'll it try it. And we'll drink it on the episode. I mean, it might be after Christmas when we do it, but... Oh God, no, before. We'll do a Christmas day. I don't think we're airing on Christmas day. No, okay. but we can do a video and show them a video of us getting absolutely wasted. That is very true.
0: We'll, we'll have a YouTube channel called The Wasted Spook Squad. Now, this story <laughs> that we were talking about It says 1878. If that had said any time in the year 2000s, I would have turned around and said that's a daily occurrence. A brick coming out through a window, whether the police are there or not, in the year 2000, Jesus Christ, they do not care. People just do not care. You you know, a policeman could walk up in the street and say, you're done for murder, I'd laugh in his face.
1: Pretty much. I mean, there was a shop across the road. Vandals, people stealing stuff. Police basically turn around and says, your problem, you deal with it. Exactly.
0: Now, is that what happened there? Eh? I they think heard, it could be. They heard the knock they couldn't be asked for the job, and it was like... Pfft.
1: I mean, look at, at the year, 1878, mm-hmm. was it not a big time for gangs?
0: Yeah, of course. That's what I imagine. If you're getting a brick through the window, the police should have looked at it and went, right, who are you selling drugs to? Come on.
1: And the police in those times were quite easily bought. Exactly. So walk up to them with a what would effectively be a £100 note now. Do
0: you know what it is? We're going to turn it into a crime show because we've just figured out why it's been put down to the paranormal. He's doing drugs, he's paid the police, and the police are doing piss all about it.
1: I mean, times haven't changed, though, have they? Although, I mean, I would like to go there and actually see if there's any remnants of it. ghost. Yeah, I would definitely like to go and, and visit it. I mean, it's a, a phantom,
0: isn't it? But to be fair, phantom is just an explanation for another spirit. Yeah, so, a violent spirit. Yeah, violent spirit. So it's not anything special, you know. Um, it's not Casper the Friendly Ghost, but it ain't, you know, anything that's... I mean, have you own. ever met
1: Casper? I don't
0: think I have. Do you know what I've noticed in all the time we're doing Paranormal? And I don't know if you have. Ghosts are very violent, they're very annoyed, and they love to swear.
1: Yeah, the swearing they've got down to a T. Yeah. And the threats that come out.
0: Yeah, I've heard it all. Uh, You're going to hell, coming for your soul, fuck you, going to stab you. Slags, the C word, everything and anything they can say. Yeah,
1: I mean, there was one about Ian, I can't quite remember what it was. And it basically said it was going to stab him whilst he was asleep. Wait, do you remember the one he
0: turned around and told Ian? Poor Ian.
1: I know he got the worst of it. To be that it was going to drag his soul to hell and fuck him. Yes, I believe that was on the same night I was talking about as well. Yes,
0: it was because it says he was going to stab him, stab him in his sleep, and then it was going to drag him to hell and fuck him. And then it said my name in reverse, basically that, like, and and watch us stab him, watch it, watch the spirit stab him. And it was like unreal night. I've got to say that was like really
1: top notch. I spot. mean, that was intense that night. Yeah. I
0: don't even know why we we'll, would we'll listen to it reverse. I think we just heard it and thought, oh, we'll see what... Uh,
1: it, it came from me to say it was in reverse because I'd literally been watching a film the night before. Oh, right. And the whole Latin thing in reverse. Right, 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 yes. And then Ian, obviously, he brought it up and just got shit scared out of me. Yeah, it wasn't paranormal, though. it was just a cat. But uh, and anyways, I'd said to Colin, look, why don't we try it in reverse if we can, see if we pick something up. And that's when we got Colin in reverse.
0: Yeah, Colin watched me stabbing with this knife. But it said my second name as well. Which is. Well, you're trying to say your last name. Well, it tried to say. But me, my surname is a very unusual name. So this is where we kind of were like, wow, bloody hell, you know, you're not this. This is when, we, when we
1: kind of realised we we kind of like doing this. Mm. And this is what fueled the go on with what we're doing. Yeah, the more we caught evidence, the more we moved on. And then uh, Lauren came on the
0: scene, and we'll move forward from there, then we? we just came more interested and enjoyed it more. Right, that squeaking is just a cat trying to say hi. Um, he's putting his information in, in about phantoms, but unfortunately, Ruby... Because
1: he got a bad bag off the ghost as well. He
0: did, didn't he? he? got pushed off a chair. <laughs> <laughs> because my house was haunted with it, well, what I believe was the same spirit as yours. Yeah. And... Um, and the cat just went flying off the chair, literally. He didn't <laughs> jump on nothing, he just flew off the chair onto the floor. And he like stood up, looked at us as if to say, what on earth are you doing? I can't remember if you were there that night. What on earth are you doing? And walked, walked off into the bedroom, poor sod.
1: He's never been the same since. Hey, He's never been the same since he put a tab in his mouth. Well, he was. He looked like he was stoned.
0: Don't worry, the tab wasn't lit. The, it was just a, I
1: will post the photo of it. Yeah,
0: the cat was asleep. He popped the tab in the cat's mouth and he... I think you were drinking at the time as well because you had... Did the yeah. cat have a
1: bottle next to him? Yeah, we were drinking that. And it night. was one of them funny photos. It,
0: there was no cat cruelty there. Don't worry. We love the cats. As you can tell, he's interrupted we're showing he's not getting told off.
1: He's a beautiful cat.
0: But anyway, um, we were on we were Phantoms, weren't we?
1: Yeah.
0: We were talking about them being assholes, and most spirits being assholes, to be fair. Now, I think over the time of my,
1: my paranormal investigations, I've actually
0: mellowed out because I used to be very... Uh, you were very
1: punchy. Yeah. I want your answers. Give them to me now. Yeah, and then I've kind of chilled out all the time. Whereas I was more, could you give me this information?
0: Yeah. could you, would you,
1: please. I was like, you'll give us it now or I'm going to get a priest. I mean, you literally walked into my flat, which was above your flat basically telling the ghost you are going to do him in if he didn't give you the information that you wanted. Hold on, hold on. I didn't walk in there with just get things
0: right. I didn't You walk went in
1: with them boxing gloves. I never walked in with no weapons saying yeah give us what I want I'm going to buy you. You actually told one spirit that you were going to kill him again.
0: Oh yeah, I remember that.
1: I did turn around the spirit was really annoying us. So I turned around and said you're lucky
0: you're dead or I would have killed you <laughs> myself. I've even got to <laughs> to them honestly I've said to them a few times they, um you know, for for a spirit, you're pretty shit.
1: You know that came out quite regular. Yeah, it just sometimes spirits don't want to interact. I mean, we've had some good interactions, but then we've had those late nights where nothing really came through, but yeah. we still got excited because the spirit box went and popped something up.
0: Yeah, the spirit box pops something up, give it a fright. Um, I don't think I've ever really been like scared. Actually, I, know I was super scared once when we were upstairs, um, and I was going to do my own spirit box, my own solo spirit box. I was shitting myself that night.
1: Was that about three nights after Ian had done yeah, this? Yeah, it was after Ian had done it. So I was shitting myself that
0: night because I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. But what I did realise um, is that night I actually learned that you need to be very sceptical when you do things because I noticed that I was seeing a lot of stuff happening my eyes that weren't happening and the reason being it was such a dark room
1: but also you're triggered because you were expecting the worst to happen yeah after Ian's encounter
0: yeah so I was expecting to see spirit I was expecting to get punched all over I was expecting to walk out full of blood people pulling us down the stairs getting a priest chucking holy water at saying big gone demon didn't work but you know it didn't happen obviously I'm sitting here talking normal well as normal as can be. Well, I might talk normal. I don't walk normal. I didn't <laughs> say I walk normal. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, what a time. What a time. Like, some really good times. And To be fair, would you say that was a phantom we had?
1: I'd most likely say yes. See, I always said it was a demon. Right? I've gone off that idea now because we've had nothing happen for so long. I mean, Yeah, but
0: let's be really fair. If a demon's coming into your house, it's trying and trying I've and trying. I've got three of them. It's trying and trying and trying to scare you. I've got you. three demons yeah, in my then, house.
1: That demon, if it was a demon, would no longer be there.
0: Yeah, well, this is what I'm trying to say. It's come over. It's tried to scare the shit out of me and you. It's even punched, it, punched it did, the shit out of you. It did through the night. Next... <laughs> and it still didn't get its own way. There's got to come a point when demon turns on and goes, fuck this, I'm off
1: somewhere else. No, it's going to eat us first. Well, is it sausage? I've got enough of it. <laughs> demons eating sausage. Wow. Entity two, eat your heart. Wouldn't it be? Eating me too? <laughs> did you ever watch
0: the film, Entity?
1: I did. That's a mess I had film. to watch it with my
0: last. Yeah, it was a mess Really? Yeah. And it
1: didn't scare the shit out of her? No. It was me that was jumping. What, was she sitting
0: there going, please, ghost, please, ghost, please, ghost, tonight, please?
1: Well, actually, her <laughs> position ahead was there. Ah, right. So, so, she wasn't look, actually watching the film. I think you need to tell your missus that. The
0: Entity is a horror film, not a porno. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's just get things
1: right, here. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <Whatever>. Horror <laughs> films to her
1: are a porno. It gets uh, her turned on. It's she like, did. she yeah. did walk around with scissors in a bad for a while. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she tried to fucking cut my balls off before we even got together. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, that, mate. That, oh. that tin can, well, deodorant can that she launched across a Mark's living room floor
0: Oh, that bounced right off your balls that night. Yeah. I remember you going down like a ton of bricks. Well, you didn't go down like a ton of bricks. You were already down. But I hit the floor. I'm sure a squid came out one or 12 times.
1: <laughs> and that was just from my balls.
0: Yeah. What came out of his mouth? You don't want to know. <laughs> In fact, he was trying to impress us, so he was very polite. Very polite. I would have been sitting there going, you bitch. He wasn't. He was like, it's okay,
1: it's okay. It's okay. I'll just pull him back out later on. All right. Just keep him warm for now.
0: But anyway, we've come to the end of this episode. We've finished up on a very interesting story. Not paranormal, I don't know. It's just a can go into the balls. would like to say thank you for joining us. Take care. Stay safe. Don't let the poop. Stay safe.
1: Bye. Bye.